So we're back. Fuck yes. Welcome to After the Hype. I'm your host as always, Brian Dressel. With me as always is really not a lot of the people that are usually here, but we have Chewy Darso. I'm enough. And new co-host, Emily Blake. Ooh, hi. Uh, I was going to introduce you in the last flashback episode. I was going to record like a new like intro like, oh, and if you haven't been paying attention online, we now have Emily Blake on every episode. And then I got lazy and didn't do it. So today is your intro. Okay. It's, it's a little less exciting. A little less, but I mean, it could have been horrible me screaming in my car or you can say it for yourself okay i I feel better about that all right because we we wanted to bring you on so you can say things not so i can just say things about you right i mean you could say great things about me i did that in elvis's podcast okay yeah actually you did get an introduction in the tom hanks giving podcast (laughs) all right which that should air before this one comes out right yeah then we're good to go then i've been properly introduced all right okay you just have to listen to a different show to hear the proper introduction uh, so if you couldn't guess from that, we have special guest Elvis Kunish here. Hello! From the Tom Hanks Giving Podcast. Yes, howdy. Uh, I'm, I'm pleased to be on the the like the like the premiere of the new season of After the Hype. Yeah. Is this yeah. the new season? This is uh, kind of. We've never taken a break before. So this past month was the first break we've taken in so five years. So this makes this season two. This would be season two. Wow. Yeah, episode 201. I'm not going to change the numbering because we're really close to episode 200 and I'm excited about that. But this would and you, be and you'll have missed 200 if you start at 201. Exactly. So I could either just keep plowing forward and get a 200th episode, or you know, fuck everything, and I don't want to fuck everything. Okay. Elvis, what do you have coming up on your podcast? Anything um, to plug? Well, the end of the show. When does this one come out? We're we're running down to the last episode uh, of. Uh, this comes out. Coming. July 6th. Okay, so this will be right after our Band of Brothers episode, which yep. Ryan was on. Uh, we talk about the entire HBO series. Uh, Great Tom producer. Hanks. <laughs> so much Tom Hanks in that show, <laughs> which I did not know about, and I'll talk about extensively on that episode. Um, and then after that, actually only five more episodes until we wrap into hibernation until he makes another movie. Wow. <laughs> You've watched all of them. I have to finish season two of bosom buddies i and was about to ask everything. about buddies okay. yeah that is one note i had while watching the burbs actually last night well, he, he makes a good looking woman oh yeah like those eyes he's oh, got yeah. some beautiful eyes oh I'm yeah like, that's why they cast him in bosom buddies exactly yeah. <laughs> uh and then we have first time guest jason blackman here hi jason hey there uh, we've been trying to get you on for a while. Yeah, it's been. You keep sending me the calendar, and I'm just and I keep yeah. looking for the right one to jump in on and ask you if I could be on it. And even this one, you were kind of like I was indifferent. I guess. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was indifferent about this one just to, because it it's a uh, Logan is a great it's a good movie, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll get into it. Yeah, we have a whole hour to talk about oh, it. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. there's so much so much to talk about. Do you have anything you want to plug or no? Um, not really. Should people follow um, you online? Yeah, my Twitter, uh, that Jason William. Uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Jason William. Yep, because my last name sounded just didn't sound as 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 I guess smooth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm at um, my Twitter. My Twitter is that Jason William, and um, yeah, that's about it. That's it. Just a guy watching <laughs> movies. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we should do a where have you been doing? I know uh, Jason was really excited about his, so I'll let him go first. Oh, uh, okay. Um, yeah. So what is this? We I, this is my first time to the show, so this yeah. is essentially we talk about what we what we've been. Uh, yeah, just one thing you've been week. watching recently. I'll give. I'll do the good and the bad. The good is oh hello, which is unbelievable, and uh, which is unbelievable. Uh, it was just so effing funny. 
um, which is the uh, Nick Mullaney, uh, John, uh, Nick Mullaney, uh, sorry, um, what's his name, uh, Nick Kroll and John Oh, Mulaney. yeah, okay. No, no, two old guys on yeah, Broadway. Yeah, two old guys on Broadway, yeah. Okay. I, was like, I was like, that sounds familiar, but I don't know. And then, but the one thing that I really was excited to talk about was, uh, was the Iron Fist. <laughs> it's, I like... You loved it. It, it was the, the everything. Everything about it is put together. I just didn't agree with the writing, and I thought that there's a lot in it that just felt off. I should say, like from the macro to the micro of of different things. So, as an example, if you were to go into example, and it's how long has it been out? Like, I don't want to spoil too much of you it. Spoil away. Okay, so. So, I have never watched it. I actually, at this point, from everyone's uh, reviews, I don't really intend to. Spoiler alert. It's something you... I, and then gave up. Yeah, well, it no, had, I think you watch it and maybe you do something else while you're watching it. Like, just so you get it. Cause that's it, what the, I did. It, the Defenders, it will go in with the Defenders a lot. Mm. But um, micro level, earlier on in the season, Danny Rand is called crazy. He's put in, a, in an institution. He calls the one friend he has and says, listen, this very all-important corporation is chasing after me. And to the person on the other line, he sounds crazy. And she's like, "How? why would a multi-billion corporation be after you? That sounds insane. You must be wrong. And then what does the multi-billion corporation do? It sends the highest person to that other person's place to say, we're looking for Danny Rand, which just <laughs> validates that he's actually telling the truth. When in reality... They were, when in reality, that it just they shouldn't have done that to begin with. So you're saying it's poorly written. I think it's yeah, a little yeah. <laughs> but I that's it. Um, and then on on a macro on, on different levels, like they kept saying throughout the season, like Danny, you're only a child. You act like a child, and he doesn't really refute that. Nope. And nor does the writing because like he ha- throws tantrums in the show, and rightfully so. Like the way they wrote him. I understand why they did it this way, but I just didn't agree with it. And like when he finds out that he's under surveillance, that his life has been under surveillance by the hand, yeah, uh, he throws a tantrum and starts breaking things just because of how angry he is. Yeah, I, 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 there, it's just it's like stuff like that, and the overall arc felt weird. I didn't, I wasn't rooting for anyone in the show. I was rooting for I don't remember the actress's name, the the girl who owns the Rosario dojo. Dawson. That, no, no, no. <laughs> No, the girl who owns the the dojo that he stays at. Mm-hmm. I thought she was great. She was great, but even yeah. she wasn't a genuine character. Like, no, no, no. no to I, be completely frank, I was rooting for the father until he turns out to be the real bad guy. But like, well, I he's was a good actor. Too. He was a great actor, but yeah. I was like, oh shit. So so he is out for himself, but he does want to get the hand, which is what everyone sort of wants to do yeah. until we get to that certain point. But I was still sort of like, like, oh no, he's actually he's legit because he has power. Yeah, he has power. Um. And he has hands everywhere. I just, I loved that idea until he was really evil and then he wasn't the guy you should be rooting for. Yeah. I wasn't putting That was way. a curse your son but inevitable betrayal moment. Yeah, so. I wasn't, I wasn't rooting for Danny Rand. <laughs> like, yeah. I just like, I don't care about your, I don't know. About you, period. Yeah, but <laughs> the show was, I'm not saying at all that the show was unwatchable or by any means it was entertaining. I just didn't agree with the writing. I would go with it's unwatchable, but that's me. Uh, there's like three episodes I think you could watch and be somewhat entertained, but on that, skip it. Uh, Emily, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh, I've been listening to the audiobook of The Princess Diarist, which is uh, Carrie Fisher's book that she wrote about Star Wars. And she reads it. And um, 
So it's great. And then, because uh, she also does accents, which is amazing. When she's <laughs> imitating all the British people who worked on the movie, she's doing their accents. Um, but, uh, and in the, in like the middle of the book, or maybe toward the beginning, I guess, uh, they, she breaks and her daughter reads a bunch of like free form poetry or, or stream of consciousness stuff she wrote both then and now. So uh, she just reads things that Leia, uh, Leia, Jesus Christ, that <laughs> Carrie, that Carrie just wrote, and um, and then it goes back and Carrie continues talking. So it, she does talk about her relationship with Harrison Ford, but she also talks about what what being Leia has meant to her, um, and she talks about like she calls them lap dances all the time. She has to go to cons and get people to and and sign things for people, and both the good and the bad of that. And she does these long stretches where she'll just talk as if she's a person talking to her at the con. And she's just like, oh, you're so great. I, did I ever tell I used to masturbate to you when I was a kid? You know, like, and she'll just do this whole long monologue imitating a person. But it's never like, it's. she also talks frankly about how that makes her feel. Because she's just like, on the one hand, that makes me feel weird. On the other hand, like, I'm grateful that I could be your first crush. You know, that that, that meant so much to you that, like, you this character is someone I keep charge of. And it's it's, it's really fascinating to listen to her talk about the good and the bad of of this celebrity that she became out of fucking nowhere. Cause that's the other thing she talks about is like how crazy that was to do this little no budget film. And they were prepared to just go on the road and, and try to get people to watch it. And then all of a sudden it was the biggest, it's something that has never happened before or since as far as like the, yeah, the magnitude of what that movie became. And no one was prepared for it. I mean, she grew up in a famous family and still she was not prepared for that at all. It's a really fascinating book. Would you recommend reading it or listening to it? Mm. I mean, I haven't. I read Wishful Drinking, and it's still really entertaining. But something about listening to her yeah. and doing the accents and laughing, and I, you know, especially since she's I'm gone sure now, she adds yeah. more life to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. she talks a lot about how she wants to be perceived after she's dead too, and that's just sort of like listening to that. I teared up a couple times because so I was like, one thing she talks about is how much she wants to be liked. She just desperately wants people to like her, and I, and she has a line. I wish I'd memorize it. Something about she wants to be like fireworks going off in your sky. That's not it, but something like that. And I was just like, well, you definitely achieved that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Chewie, what about you? Uh, well, it's been a whole month. I know. So All pick one. The things. Well, one thing I did uh, when I had my uh, one week off between jobs is uh, specifically one day I rewatched all of the Mission Impossible films that we had. We don't have two. <laughs> I tried to find a place to stream it. It is very not popular. No yeah, one likes sucked. two. <laughs> two no, hold on. Very bad. Two's fun. No. <laughs> Apparently no one thinks that because we don't own it that's and I, one, it's not streaming anywhere. That's the one with what's his name from Harry Potter. That's uh, the one with all the doves. That's they the one with the doves. That's Danny that, Newton, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the the uh, and it's with the dr- it's with the um He's motorcycle The fight. virus, the virus that I don't even released. remember. I think I've seen it maybe once. Yeah, me I too. didn't see it in theaters. I actually never seen the first one. You never seen the first <gasps> one? Me too. Oh, so I have good. it. We could lend it to you. I rewatched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Did you? <laughs> it did. <laughs> and it's actually it's a lot of fun to see his character change. I mean, it is Tom Cruise. Ethan Hunt is Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. And as he's gotten older, he's gotten more extreme and he's gotten a little bit more arrogant, but also, like, he's done this for so long that he's just like, it's not that serious, guys, type of attitude almost. Like, he's just having, he's doing it, he's not thinking about it, and he's kind of having fun the whole time. And so it's like, where's the the difference between Ethan Hunt and Tom Cruise mm. because they're really just the same person at this point. <laughs> All right. And Elvis, mission, what about you? We could do a whole thing on the Mission Impossible. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, well, uh, I'll try and make it more brief, but uh, just this week I've been to the theater 
a shit ton, and I've seen a lot of great stuff. Oh, uh, I saw Baby Driver. I saw My Neighbor Totoro on the big screen. Oh, I wanted to do that. That's delightful. <laughs> I also saw It Comes at Night and uh, The Big Sick. And, of course, I watched The Burbs uh, last night. How did yeah. you think of It Comes at Night? I liked it. I found so it, did we. Yeah, I found it more interesting than viscerally compelling. But So what, what you, uh, you guys liked It Comes at Night as well? That was going to be my where have you been doing. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, sorry. No, it's fine. I can still do Transition, it. Transition, actually. Right yeah, now. okay. Uh, I saw It Comes at Night. Uh, I If there's ever like one of those movies that gets like the... like the midnight award or like it's like the horror movie of the year like i always make it a point to see mm-hmm. them um that's how i saw like babadook and a number of other ones and i usually end up really liking him this one i think was the most mis- misrepresented horror so film of all much. time that's what yeah. i wanted to ask i wanted to ask film. you both it's yeah. is it i know the premise um do you for anyone who, the advertising no, for anyone who doesn't yeah. for anyone who is yeah. listening who doesn't it's it's basically what is it it's it's the end of the world sort of the world is over the world's yeah, over yeah. this is the aftermath yeah and it's basically like the world is over it was a disease that wiped out humanity okay and there's well, a family you, see, living that's where you but think. no monkeys yeah no mon- no it's really just like you're not sure what happened but it's basically everyone assumes that it's a disease that wiped out humanity and now there's people hiding in a cabin to try to stay healthy right mm-hmm. apparently it's the mystery that was the horror in the movie like the mystery of what's going on is the horror aspect of this nope. movie. Uh, no, nope. Nope. not at all. It's not a so horror movie. It's, 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 it, is, it is a character study of a family trying to survive. I would say there's, there like, is horror in it, but it's not horror. Right, horror. it's yeah. not, yeah. It's more of a suspense film. It, it is really, it's, it is, I think it is just that. It's a character study. It is a group of people in a cabin trying to survive. And like, if you know where it came from, like creative wise, it came from a, a guy who was not attached to his dad at all. Mm-hmm. Got in touch with his dad when he was dying of cancer. After his di- dad died of cancer, he wrote this movie. Which I don't really see the connection there. I, I need to watch it again under that thought process. But I get the whole, like, you love family because they're family even if you don't really get along with them. And death is inevitable. And that is, for me, the theme of the movie. Like, no matter what you do, even if you survive the disease, you're still going to die. Because that's just human nature. Mm-hmm. And you love these people because you're a family. You might not particularly like them. And that is the theme of that movie. At least that's how I took it. And if that's where it came from creatively, I think they did a great job with it. And I think it's a movie a lot of people yeah. would enjoy if they didn't think it was about a monster in the woods that comes at night. We need to move on. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, we've, this is a long where have you been doing. I'm going to cut a lot of this shit down because we have Logan to talk about. Hooray for Logan. Oh, Logan. But okay. So Logan came out earlier this year uh, and people immediately said it's going to be the best comic book movie of the year we're going to see i still think it's going to be wonder woman but that's just my taste um cost about 100 million made about 600 million so i think we'll get logan too right right yeah. <laughs> I don't really actually see i was why it costs so much it must have been all in the cast 100 million i mean no. there's, there's not that of... many locations it's all like exteriors yeah, it, well they but they went practical they were in four different states i guess yeah and there's yeah. a lot of explosions and, huh? and buckets of blood yeah not a, i suppose not that Buckets of blood. I think a lot of that blood was probably CG'd. There there's is, a, there is, yeah. This, are there's buckets a CG. of blood expensive? I, they got to be. be at least twenty bucks. They right? also didn't get <laughs> that a shit adds up. They also, ju- they also didn't get a second Hugh Jackman like all of that. They had to, yeah, yeah. There's, had to, there's they, that one Back to the Future two shot where yeah. it's like, holy shit, when you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They definitely had to digital him, him down a little bit to make him a little younger. Mm. So I mean, he doesn't so. look nearly as rough as they were portraying him. There was good makeup on both sides of that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. Somewhere in the middle. So there's also, your hundred million right there. Also, there's horses in this movie that always cost fucking. A yeah, lot. that's like that's like <laughs> half a million right <laughs> there. <laughs> okay, there guys. Four of them. 
Yep. Uh, and not to mention they had to create those, you know, driverless trucks. I'm sure that mm-hmm. cost a lot of money. Um, <laughs> they just pushed them on dollies. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> just the behind the scenes, <laughs> just, just p- art department in green suits, just. Am I going fast enough? <laughs> Faster, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. Um, okay, so yeah, that's pretty much it. The reviews were stellar. I'm just going to skip all the reviews because they were great. Um, people really loved it. And we'll talk about whether or not they're right. I actually, fun story, I actually saw it with all the critics. Oh, yeah? I went to the critic screening and I I, I had a, I never went to a critic screening before, but it was like two rows behind me. I'm like, oh my God, that's Joe Morgan's turn. Oh my God. And then and like I, I saw it with, uh, I went with the guys from Rotten Tomatoes and, we, and it it was weird because they filled the front couple rows in our theater with fans. So they were they were doing a, like um, they were doing regular screenings for fans early just to get the hype around. And um, and so they brought in for the front row seats, like the three front row seats that are like the really bad seats in the theater. Yeah. They they were like just fans cheering. And it was sort of interesting walking out with all of them. And everyone was just like they're just nodding their heads going, yeah. Yeah, and that, that was that was pretty good. I, I was genuinely happy with that. And it was sort of weird. They weren't showing a lot of emo- the critics weren't showing a lot of emotion, but they were all just like, like nodding their heads, yeah. just like in it's like the exact yeah. opposite of how they walked out of like Batman vs Superman, just going shame. Well, well, they, I'm sure they walked out going like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I but. still love that movie, by the way. But I understand I'm alone. You're not alone, honey. I know, we have people on our side. There's dozens of us. Dozens. Dozens. <laughs> we will rise. <laughs> Martha, man. Time. It is on our side. Whoa. <laughs> I was dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have some new equipment here at After the Hype, and it is a little pingy. We're going to go to Foam Mart on Burbank in Victory to drop that thing to Foam a business Mart I have no attachment to. Yeah. <laughs> Season two is just bringing yeah, it. Yeah, we're just all with the practical sound effects. <laughs> I keep accidentally hitting my microphone. Yeah. So sorry about that. That's fine. I mean, they're all just. This is just great stuff right here. I keep accidentally licking Maybe we mine. Can get is that cool? Stuff for Stop our blowing it. We'll be okay. okay. <laughs> Are we doing a Foley session now? Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, okay, I think it's time for a breakdown, 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 breakdown. Jason, are you ready for this? Probably not. I read your <laughs> no. Logan, in 30 seconds. Go, 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 go. Uh, so Logan is in, it's in his it takes place in his final years of of his life and I, I fuck I I'm not good with pressure. No, okay, so Logan 20 seconds. Yeah. Logan is Logan is about uh Logan is about the final years of Logan in his life and after everything that he's gone through, he's gotten old and besheveled and he apparently takes on a more rated R mentality. With that being said, he finds a daughter. Listen, you're counting down. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't count, then it's less pressure. Oh, I got to keep the pressure up or it's not fun. <laughs> Jason did not win. No. Oh. It's I, like, oh, Jason, I'm going to go with a, a strong fail on that one. Definitely. Uh, I, I will say good first attempt. I honestly thought... <laughs> To be frank, I thought you were gonna do it and I was gonna do it. We were both gonna like 
I don't know. It's only 30 seconds. No, I know. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. But I thought like, and you guys will be doing a 30 second breakdown. I was like, okay, so maybe Elvis go first and then I'll see how it's done or something like that. Oh, I no. don't know. No. The more flustered you get, the happier I am as a podcast host. Great. So this went perfectly. Perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get into this thing. Without the 30 seconds, for anyone who wants the movie to be spoiled, this movie is about... The the final the final I want to say the final weeks it takes place over a couple about two weeks I think yeah I think about because he final, mentioned at the end of the movie he says to the girl I met you a week ago yeah yeah. So, yeah yeah so this is the story of the end of Logan and and starting the movie you don't know that and you're basically you find a very different Logan compared to everything we've seen prior I will always call this movie it is takes place in the X-Men universe but it, I will never call this a proper X-Men film it's and that's not. and that's not in the negative way I think I really love the fact they basically said let's look at it from a different view let's play around with it and let's make it grittier and different and I love that I fucking love that and so this movie is very much of let's take Logan on his own don't put in the epic battle scenes or storylines just keep it simple and keep it about him dealing with mortality and that is the and he deals with mortality throughout through his own standalone films but this one they just let's just hyper focus on that let's hyper focus on how everyone has just fallen around him and how he deals with that in life and while that's happened let's bring in his daughter who let's bring in a girl who who becomes or he finds out is his daughter well and daughter how, quotations yeah, yeah and how he feels about that and they and I feel like in this story, they watching it again. I watched it again last night. They really do bring on the story kicks in fast. Oh yeah! Like within the first couple scenes, we're introduced to the main antagonist. But even with that, they're still hyper focusing on dealing with life, um, dealing with life and mental illness in a major fucking way, and and how you deal with that. And how and how someone would deals with that? Yeah, um, that's my breakdown. That is longer than thirty seconds. Significantly longer than thirty seconds, yeah. but it does a good job kind of clearing everything up. the The first thing I actually want to start with this thing is a fan theory, which I don't usually do, but I think it's really interesting, and that's kind of why I want to start with it. Um, have you guys heard the theory that this movie takes place outside of the X Men world? I guess in, in in what way? So what way? they make the they make the moment of the uh, the comment at the one point when he's looking at the comic book saying a couple of things happened oh. and then they made a ton of shit up. Yeah, so the yeah. fan theory is that the movies that we have seen in the X Men universe are all that shit that was made up about the real dramatic stuff that happened to Logan. Which I you, really so, which so I love. I love that. I love that's not the, a bad idea. So basically, yeah. you're saying that everything that we've seen. Are movies about things that actually happen that could yeah. have theoretically so, taken place in this universe? Yes. It would make sense that uh, you know, in the real world, when they're trying to not be so obvious that they're mutants, that it wouldn't be as obvious as those movies have been. Yeah. Well, there's there's three moment. One's deleted scene, but there are three moments I in the know. movie where they refer back to the the past stuff. And one is there's a there's a moment where they talk about the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. yep. and then there's a moment mm-hmm. where uh, he talks about. Uh, what's his fucking Brian, Brian Cox's name what's that guy's name oh, Stryker. Stryker. Yeah, Stryker where he mentions did I kill him like he's really confused which I love that yeah. Yeah. because he's like wait a minute none of us know I mean did that still happen who knows yeah. but then in the deleted oh, scene yeah you're right because yeah. in Days of Future Past with all that he actually didn't kill him in the way that we saw him yeah die. we don't know but he still has the adamantium 
So right, no, well, that, that, yeah. you know, that happens afterwards. Yeah, yeah but like the striker's the Jason. one who put it in him, but striker's oh, no, not the one who pulled him out of the water at the end of that movie. So it's just it's it's very anyway. Um, it's but, a twisty time. And, and there, but I love yeah. that that he wibbly wobbly. I just love <laughs> yeah. that he wasn't sure. Like yeah. and then, but there's a deleted scene which I'm so glad they pulled where um, where Xavier is talking about uh, Jean Grey, and then he says, "And he killed her." No, no, wait, I think. Sorry, I remember that being in the movie. I haven't watched the deleted no, scenes it's yet. It's oh. definitely oh, it? not in the movie. No, yeah, it's no, not. It's not really I was watching deleted scenes last I night. I haven't or seen that. Yeah, yeah. He and says who? Did, like Jackman or someone? Yeah, else he's pointing her. it. He's pointing at Wolverine and saying he, he kill killed her. her. He did kill her in Last Stand, which I thought was kind of wiped away. Yeah. So yeah. I'm so glad they deleted it because I feel like that put too oh, definitive well, a point. Yeah. The thing is, yeah. the, the Phoenix Saga can still happen. It is. It just won't be as. Yeah, but the thing in the what they're talking about, he can still kill her. It just won't be as terribly done yeah, as it yeah. was in that yeah. film. Maybe. Yeah, and I, I like the whole like the fan theory because that means that Brett Ratner just you know then that actually happened, but that they doesn't mean that those events happened in that shitty everything. way. But wait, 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 wait. Very important. Does this mean that Kelsey Grammer is not Beast? Because no, that Kel- has he's to still happen. Beast. No, okay, still, yeah, because in the Beast end of played Days by of himself. <laughs> yeah, it's. Bring back some I'm. Magic. I, I was. I was explaining this to somebody last night about the timelines and how everything sort of works. And I was, so, I'm, we're going a little off topic, but I was so excited about the storyline behind Days of Future Past because it basically, regardless of what you think, it negates one, two, and three, which is... Well, it doesn't negate one, two as much, yeah, but it definitely does, negates it technically, three. It, well, it, no, because when he comes back to life, he's a teacher at the school. So yeah, it but take he's place. a teacher at the school. But one might have happened. One, one, one still would have happened. It may, you know, but... Who? Or like, or like this movie explains, it probably happened in a way, but not the way right. you yeah. know it. Right, not the right, way. Yeah, yeah because, that's all fine. Because what I love about that is it makes the uh, the comic books are obviously a parallel for the movies we've seen. So we yeah. are paralleled with Laura and the kids in that moment, whereas. Yeah. The Wolverine we know is the Wolverine we've seen, and this is not that guy. It's, and the whole movie is about him theory. becoming that guy again. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, especially. I really enjoy that the whole line about Toads probably didn't happen then. Oh, that's so. <laughs> Thank God Joss Whedon didn't have to write that one fucking line, <laughs> and everything's okay. <laughs> I want to try to bring it back to Logan a little bit with yeah, that, yeah, though. Yeah, please. Uh, Why? Brian had been complaining to me about the use of the F word uh, before I oh. rewatched Logan. And In general, effort, yes. I just fucking Wait. hate the word fuck. No, Do but <laughs> la la la. And then on my second rewatch, I agree with you, yep. especially with uh, Xavier, because it doesn't fit it, his character. The very beginning of Xavier, they have him saying "fuck" like. 10 times mm-hmm. only in that one scene and then he doesn't the rest of the movie he does the, the only time he says it that i buy it is when he's pissed off at logan about them not taking it easy on the road the opening like, line no 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 the end like the right around where the time that he dies mm-hmm. where he's like we need to take a break she's 11 i'm fucking 90 yeah that yeah. was the only time it actually felt like the professor to me every other time it just felt like james mangold got a chance to say like fuck and he went let's just could. go for broke we got yeah. an r rating there's, yeah. there's a lot of fucks at the very beginning yeah. of this movie from both uh uh Wolverine and the professor and then it just kind of peters out maybe huh. it's because they're around more kids at the while end of the, I, I don't know while yeah, I agree with sense. well he yeah does, he, he does, does say the, the language, language with the girl yeah. but what I will say is that from the beginning you're sitting there his Logan's first line is fuck and I I, I really love that then, no I'm fine with that line and then, and, then, and then Patrick Stewart's one of his first lines after talking about the Chalupa is <laughs> is uh, is fuck off Logan and while yeah it 
it's them going like, let's just do it. I really liked it. See, I don't. <laughs> See, the I'm thing okay was okay like, with a couple of them, but when it's right, like, when I get it's what continuous, yeah. I'm like, all right, I get it. We're rated R. We don't have to later on South Park style. Yeah, like that I was the it. thing. It's like get, yeah. Logan swearing up a storm, especially this late in his life, and this just tired of everything. Mm-hmm. I buy it. Like it, it doesn't. He could have said fuck every other word. I mean, at it this point, he's it. what 150. If not older than 170, more than, more than and he fought in the Civil War. Yeah, the Civil War happened in like 18 60s. And this is what 2027? 2029. 2029. 2029. Yeah, so yeah, he's old. Yeah. So yeah, him swearing never really bothered me. It was really just more the Xavier because it didn't fit the character. It's it fit I, the R rating, but it just, I did not even notice any of this. It's probably because I use the word fuck every three me seconds. Well, so do I. The opening of the podcast is fuck yes, but it's like I I think I agree with you. I I'm going to go halfway. Okay. Um, with both of you, because I think you're right that he doesn't use it. Xavier doesn't use it enough throughout, but uh, that's not my complaint. Uh, well, it's well, more so just yeah. no. I mean, my complaint is that rather. him using it yeah. so much at the beginning is just so people going, "Look, it's rated yeah, R." Yeah, yeah. No. Um, but uh, which you kind of established time, during that first fight scene when he's cutting dudes' arms off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and that's like going back to that fan theory. That's what like I like that even more because that makes me feel more like the PG thirteen movies we've seen so far were PG were PG thirteen yeah, movies, yeah. and this one's like more that. realistic. Like, oh, this is what happens with a dude for claw hands. When you Fight him. would fight somebody yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that's your R rating right there don't, I don't need Xavier cursing up a story and just no. we've seen him from childhood to now it doesn't feel like that supposed to be being a very eloquent mm. man yeah I do like how dementia how, does that's true I, 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 like, I understand yeah oh, from that's personal yeah. a personal experience for yeah. me yeah. I know dementia yeah. but my grandma got more racist and weird she mm. didn't say fuck all the time but I, we don't. Could, we don't need yeah. to go. With, Elvis example. is trying really hard to say something. But, but yeah, I, I Elvis is failing. What uh, <laughs> What I was saying is, I'm saving all my energy for the next one. <laughs> um, but uh, I, but yeah, what what you were saying that first fuck off Logan, I think does work, and I think it's because it's like if this doesn't feel like Professor Xavier, and he is changing, and his yeah. he's going through some mental illness, and yeah. that's affecting. Yep how much he has changed and i've seen people too where yeah when they get old and it's 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 shocking how the personality can change and i yeah. think no, that it, really works it is. i th- I, I love the moment when he said when logan goes oh you know who i am now and he's like i always know who you are or yeah. i always know who the yeah. fuck you are i just don't always recognize you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that is dementia right totally there. yeah mm. yeah i mean like there there are there's moments of just complete greatness and like my my qualms with use of swearing is really just kind of like window dressing like yeah whatever i mean it, it, it bugs me a little bit but it doesn't take away from the movie it's far from the worst mm-hmm. part of the movie yeah yeah, no, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's it is a, a minor thing so uh, so what would you say the worst thing in the movie? i think yeah. the, the worst part of the movie um is i think one of the funniest parts of the movie actually in that uh, this nurse really knows iMovie very well oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we're Shit. watching yep. the phone and the <laughs> full She's good at cut editing. documentary no no, no, no. iMovie 2029 is a great app. Also, I'm, like, where there's a scene where she's right up on a doctor and a nurse talking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what is she just standing yeah, there holding the phone up? Yeah. How do you not have one throwaway, like, what are you doing? But like, <laughs> just like a smash cutaway. I think and they just tried to be like, okay, we got to fucking do this. Oh it's going to suck. So let's not draw any more attention yeah. to it than we need to. Here's what, in, in the second viewing that I watched this, I realized holy hell she edited this all in that motel because the final shot mm-hmm. is her talking like she's your daughter in the motel so i'm like either she had it ready to go 
Or she did it all in that motel in that evening after she saw him. And it's like, okay, we're going to need to explain this to him. Nurses get time. hobbies too, man. I mean, no, I know. But anything it, but in 2029 might just be a bunch of like that's finger a good swishes. Point. Like I d- not very many steps. You know, and that's something else I thought was a really interesting choice about this movie that it's 2029, but they made zero attempt to make it look like the future. Which I, think I love that. Stuff. It's not that yeah. far in the future. I love yeah. that. There's the yeah. self-driving trucks. That's only yeah. 12 yeah, years but away. Like, but it, it felt but, like now. It felt completely like now. It feels like, it honestly, I liked very yeah. much. It feels like the 2029 we're going to get to. <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. going to get hover cars. Yeah, yeah. shit's going to get worse, and but uh, there's gonna be people like, are going to lose jobs. There's the self-driving trucks. <laughs> that would be an interesting academic study where you sort of look at all the movies that say they're in the future yeah. and see the decline in futuristic objects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, in the movies as oh, we get, you don't know how to use the, the shells. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really we never even got to see the shells. Oh. <laughs> we need a sequel so we can find out. <laughs> I really like the the depiction of the future in this movie. I yeah. think they did a great job yeah. with it. Like yeah. there was a, a when we get to quotes, my quote is specifically about the world building in the future. Oh, no, yeah. Sure it is. It's yeah, such a good line. and they do such like little things where it's not just like uh, like you look at, like Blade Runner or something like that, where it's like look at this future landscape, which is great and it works for that movie. But this isn't that movie, so it just feels way more organic and real. And it does a good job of. I mean, who knows what the world will look like in 2029, but when if this movie's still watched in 2029, it won't be as like, can you believe how far off they were? I mean, just think about it. Like, today, Okay, so today's 2017. So 12 years ago, that would have been... I can do math. Can you, though? <laughs> 2005. Carry the one. <laughs> how, other than cell phones and televisions... Much has things really changed since I mean, 2005? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, cell phones, televisions, fashion, movie, drones, and it looks still drones. pretty modern. Yeah. I mean, drones were still already a thing. The government had them; we didn't. They just became available to the public. Yeah. Now we have one in our living room that I'm really happy about. Sure, you, you are. One. You got one. <laughs> yeah. I do not trust cool. them. <laughs> that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. Sure I was not supposed to have one, but now I have one. I will describe uh. that not on the podcast. <laughs> Anytime I see a drone flying over my head, I give it the finger. I don't like, get it on my face. Yeah. Now I just want to fly my drone around Emily's head constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I will shoot it. Ask I mean, her a really annoying question. Like, did he sign the papers yet? <laughs> oh, <laughs> another, thing, another thing about the, the art design. Oh yes. Let's yes. Get into the Logan. Logan. So that I really like is uh, just like the billboards, the advertisements, they're all digital. Yeah. They have yeah. Yeah. This, this like ubiquitous. Uh, brand called Hypno, which I think is they mention uh, is that the brand of like soda that the corn syrup is? Yes, yeah. yeah, yes. I love that. See and how I'm, it's like everywhere. That was my only thing that I wish they didn't bury so much in the movie. Like they they do a really good job of saying there are no more mutants, essentially. And I, I feel it's like just suppressed. It, it's it, like they, it is, but like I feel like they really wanted to have that plot point in there. But they don't do a good job, like really showcasing it. Like it's really one of the things where, like, uh, like they don't need to because it's not that story. But at the same time, it just kind of felt like they really just kind of lightly allude to the fact that Charles killed all the X Men, which like, I love. I, I really I, like that, but I, it's I just weird that you love. Like that's so upsetting, it's but so it is tragic, really intensely like, tragic. It's great, though. yeah, and it's one of those like, and that is like Logan's like burden that he has to carry for yeah. Charles, and I mm-hmm. love that's all great character development. But I feel like they just do it so light that it, it almost undercuts it. Like, if you went to the bathroom at the wrong second, you missed the entire thing. Yes. I don't think you need it, though. See, I Because I think you can no, come but, into this movie without seeing any X-Men. It, it will, you will not get the same experience, obviously. Yeah. 
But I think this—I mean—the story works. I think they do yeah. a great job in creating a world where we can see. I—I I think that you can probably, uh, uh, you could probably kick out about three other. I'm not saying they should do this. You can cut out. You can kick out probably three more films in this world and have it nothing to do with Xavier or Logan. And well, obviously, well, no. My point is, <laughs> my point is, is that they've cre- they created a world within this movie, mm-hmm. this particular film about. Uh, mutant suppression. Uh, the story of the story of the destruction of Xavier's mansion. Like, and and yeah. I and I think that while you may, while Brian, you may say that it undercuts it, I think because they sort of subtly go on it and they don't dig into it, it actually makes it a little bit more interesting. Like, oh, there's more mystery clutter. In the same idea that like is a bad example, but or eh, but like Westworld in the sense where they sure. make they make a world and you want to go into the corners and crevices of this world even though they're not letting you at this moment. I yeah. love when a movie lets me put two and two together. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I like that, so, uh, that. This does, I think, the best job out of any of the. I know that's not an X Men movie, but really the best job of any of the X Men movies or anything pertaining to mutants of. Um, Showing and not telling, of just like giving you a little bit yep. and letting you get that leap. On they your did own. with the X Men. Yeah, the corn syrup thing is my gripe because I could have done without the whole them walking through the field having exposition about corn syrup. See, that felt like a focus group thing to me. I did not like that, that felt at like, all because I was already kind of guessing that it would have been bred out. Like yeah. that, that was kind of. I mean, they are they have it in oh, the line yeah. with the the evil scientist later. He's just like. I'm the one that's, that oh, did this. I got it into your drinks. Group. I got yeah. it into the corn syrup. That was a great moment. The stuff we got beforehand with the farmer family and when they're walking out to fix the pipes and oh. then in while they're walking through the corn, he's like, yeah, this corn's all for corn syrup, which we are all drinking and stuff now. Yeah, a little expositiony. See, that's I felt the exact opposite. I didn't need the bad guy monologuing because I see that in every fucking movie. I, <laughs> I am the creator of your destruction. I don't give a shit. I know you're the bad guy because you're the bad guy. And you have an accent. Yeah. <laughs> you're well, we doctor need, bad guy. I get it. Chose one because we didn't need both i think i would yeah i think i like the corn syrup the the scene more too yeah honestly and maybe i was just the the dumb person not paying attention i don't think i got that really until the second viewing that that's what they were referring to see that's i, yeah. I was guessing because like, I, I was yeah. i was trying to figure out why there are no more mutants and they talk about how there's corn syrup in everything you, now. Would, have like, to, you oh, would have had okay. to make the connection it's, it's, though and i get why the doctor said it later on because yeah. they need they don't need it's not being spoon fed per se well yeah it is but but well, literally literally <laughs> but but like it, the corn syrup you could have looted that and it could have been another fan theory if they didn't put in that second thing yeah like and i think i like the fact that they sort of closed the door on what happened because there are certain aspects it, it this sort of negates exactly what i just said two seconds ago but it does close the door on certain areas that we would be questioning non-stop uh, I, I guess that makes i sense. really yeah. enjoyed the line from the evil guy going and then mutants went the way of polio i thought that was a great yeah, line it's not a bad line it's yeah it's not a bad line but I still- that's all i needed that was all the explanation i needed was I got it in your drinks and you went the way of polio. That, that also does a lot toward his motivation. The fact that he compares mutants to polio is yeah. very yeah. telling of why he, he hates them so much. Yeah. They're, they're, I do like how the villains are like, I, I think they're still pretty thin, just bad evil corporation yeah. guys. But I do like how he's like, 
do want do something for the good guys one last time when he's talking to Caliban. Yeah, because they still kind of see this as a problem. There are two things yeah. I find funny. There's about that, and there's one other thing that we haven't brought up that I do want to talk about really quick. But it is sort of funny that if they just killed off the Striker family, none of this would have been happening. Like he was a former Strike, he was yeah. a descendant mm-hmm. on one of the Strikers. So which is sort of well, funny because they don't change the villain. It's the it's the same family line. It's not. If like, anything, but that's no one maybe went out and killed I all of Hitler's like. kids. No, I know. Yeah. That's true. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, just, it was it was sort of funny. It was like, oh hey, another striker. I thought Hitler agreed. Hitler's descendants agreed to not procreate. I actually, I recently um, read about that. Uh, the his great grand niece, her and her brother agreed to become sterilized because they didn't want to continue the life. Wow. Line. Okay. Mm-hmm. And actually, she's still alive. Oh. She's like super old, but she's still How alive. How fun. Yeah. <laughs> To change the subject just slightly. <laughs> Why? The other thing, this I, is, the other thing right I found really Logan. funny, and I, this is just the style. This is just this is the costuming. I just thought it was a funny idea that guys, when their bachelor parties, wear suits like they're from the seventies, like the, the pastel. Did you guys? When yeah, they were no, the yeah, bas- yeah, yeah, pastel yeah. blue and USA, pink. Yeah. The USA, USA. Oh, yeah. The blue and pink <laughs> pastel colors of their suits. I was just sort of like, huh. All right. That never stops being funny. Yeah. It was just, it was just, it was an interesting choice. Uh, what do we think of uh, Laura? She's wonderful. Oh my god, I love this her. This was her debut, right? Yes. She Absolutely. has better stink face than Grumpy Cat. Like, <laughs> just that. I still love it. I almost just want a poster of her sitting and eating her Wheaties and giving that side stare, just holding her spoon, going, "I'm gonna kill all of you. I'm just waiting." Like, I love that sequence so much. It's such a beautiful frame. It's such, like, she, this girl's a great actress. Mm. I hope yeah. she can stay that way mm. into adulthood because we don't always get that. Mm-hmm. And casting for her, she even kind of looks like Logan if, she, like, she was a mixed race. Mm-hmm. But, like, it totally worked. I adored her. I don't know how you guys she, They on the spe- on the uh, Blu-ray they have uh, her screen test with like her audition with mm-hmm. uh, Hugh Jackman in there and she is killing it. Yeah. Like she's angry, she's throwing shit at him like I can see no difference between that and her eventual performance. She's like definitely this face yeah. is so and I'm like, like how did they get are the we kid sure that not age? Religion in, or related in real yeah. life? And <laughs> she's and she's I looked her up. She's uh she's uh, mixed uh, she's Spanish and British. Okay. So I think she's of Spanish descent, but she lives in England, or she's like one of her parents is British. Wait, does a she little, have a British accent? It, it's a weird hybrid mm-hmm. accent. It, it sounds uh, a little bit Spanish, a little bit British. Like she's she's a true blend. Huh. A true blend. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, she's absolutely terrific. Yeah. Um, I never want to meet her in an alley. No. no. Like, and I adored you, Logan. I'm going to run away and now. And they were saying like she was like all in on any of the stunts that they would allow her to do. She was just like totally into it. Yeah. She was like had, they said she had like the best attitude on set. Of course, you know, this is her first movie, so she's not uh, jaded yet. Right. But uh, yeah, like she was just uh, so excited. For her first movie, being able to control the screen like that, yeah. there was no question in her ability to stand with Hugh Jackman as an equal. Mm. Yeah, The only other person I know who read for the role was uh, the girl from Stranger Things, Millie mm. oh, Bobby that Brown. Been interesting. It would have been interesting, but I, I, I'm glad they went the way yeah. they did. Like yeah. this, this girl was... It's one of those like rare occasions of just unbelievably perfect for the role. I like casting unknowns. I really yeah. like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like even when it came now, 
you guys may disagree with me, but I didn't know actors as much as I know now because I was younger. But for the original X-Men movie, I was not familiar with Halle Berry. I was not familiar with Hugh Jackman as much. I'm trying to think, I think I knew. I mean, I knew Patrick Stewart, I knew obviously. Halle Everyone Berry, knew I knew Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. But, and that was but Anna Paquin. Ian McKellen. I really but yeah, the rest of, no, I knew Anna Paquin because she did that movie with the ducks. Right. But um, <laughs> point is, is oh, yeah. Yeah. Finally <laughs> home. Yeah, there it is. Oh. is more really like the not the from piano. piano. Yeah. yeah. But my, yeah I was a young boy. My point is. Skip the that. piano. I watched okay, the duck movie. Okay, that piano. makes sense. We can watch it. It's a great depressing movie. It's really movie. great. My, Some other time. My point is, is the fact that by casting unknowns, you cre- you literally have a blank image of who this person mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are the big celebrities like Chris Pine or or, or uh, sorry Chris Pratt. And well, they're and others. I know, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's a but huge distinction. J- Jason, I'm totally on your side because yeah. I feel the same way about Star Wars. Yeah. Pretty much everyone except for Han Solo was an unknown in Star Wars. Ex- you mean well, Force even, Awakens? No. Or the, the original Star Wars? Well, even Alec Force Awakens. They tried to keep that up really with was. the original. Even Harrison Ford, though, what I do love is when Harrison Ford was getting ready for the film and before it came out, I have a friend who met him and signing autographs okay. before the movie came out, and he basically said, if this movie doesn't work out, I'm going to go back to being a carpenter. Mm. The like, only unknown that, in Force Awakens for me was Ray. I knew all the other and actors. And John Boyega was in Attack the Block, and we have seen him in others, yeah, but, but this was like a... But really, he wasn't like a household yeah, man. No, he wasn't. Yeah. But for, Not yeah. until the circle came out. Specifically, <laughs> yeah, for me, specifically, only Ray was an unknown. Right. But no, and I think that's why this was such a good choice, because I mean, Millie Bobby Brown isn't, like a household name, but Stranger Things was huge, and this would have been made right around the same time. So yeah. would have, she it still would have, have been, been an they, would have, they would have advertised her being. She's yeah, also yeah. clearly a straight up white girl, and I like that we had yeah. some ethnic diversity. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she was perfect for this role. And like, I, I think like the physicality of her. I mean, I know she didn't do all the the stunts, but she did do a lot of them. Like everything about it. Like I love the way they implemented like the the feet claws and all that. Oh like, my yeah. god! I love like, how that was about like her gender too. Yeah, like, that was. Yeah, a, I was <sighs> thinking about that last night though, and is it though because that. Because they need to the animantium put, was put in. Yeah, they don't just no, create it. Like it, it doesn't bone mold claw, itself. Bone claws. It wasn't. Oh the, yeah. Yeah, 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 it needs to be bone. You, you, you have to remember Sorry, they, they totally went bone claws in this universe. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, if yeah. Wolverine had the male like the in hand days bone of claws, future past, you're right. yeah, somehow, right. yeah, yeah. Um, I was so excited when that came out of her shoe because I was just like, oh, they did it. I yeah. always think about that when I see him with those bone claws. I'm like, that seems like they would break so easily as soon as you, like it's a good yeah. thing he has the adamantium exactly. because yeah. honestly, the second you stab somebody and you kind of slightly, mean, I mean like the, how easy it is to break your finger. Imagine breaking like a little. So in the classic <laughs> film, X-Men's Origins Wolverine, they do break a couple times. Yeah. But yeah, Everyone's seen that right. classic film. Back, you're, talking, so. you're talking, breaking his... His bone claws. Bone claws. Oh, yeah. Spe- speaking of which, okay, here's my only, like, thing I cannot get out of my head, and I'm trying to, like, just, it's a movie, it's a movie, but I can't. It's like, she is very young, and they've already put adamantium all yeah, over her bones. that means... She's gonna get older. What? Like, she's not uh, done growing. What? Ah, that's like, I every time I see her adamantium maybe claws come out, that's, like, growth. all I can think. Maybe oh. it's stunts her growth, then. I don't know. Yeah, maybe she'll just stay that size forever. Oh, I, didn't I hope at all. Because <laughs> she has that in the comics too, right away. Yeah, yeah. In the comics, she but just I grows because comics they just go uh, because of t- fuck it. She's thirteen. <laughs> that's that's she how 13 I feel about in Doctor the Who. Actually, they find yeah. her? I don't remember. The writers just say fuck it at a certain point. When oh yeah. To think of continuity. I, tried I mean, that is X Men over and over. Like once I started yeah. thinking about it, I couldn't. Oh, stop. that just sounds awful. <laughs> I mean, it, it, they won't go this way, but it could be like like 
if they make that a problem for her, yeah, and yeah. like if they did continue this this story, then yeah, that would be awesome. It's like yeah, can you imagine fucked. the growing? And pains? she also knows that at some point later in her life, she will die of antimantium poisoning. Yeah, yeah. which is that's something to look forward She's to. She's not a hundred years. <laughs> so can I just can I talk about one thing I didn't like? Absolutely, that Let's, all of you disagreed with. Oh, I brought ooh, it I love up very. With you. I brought it up very lightly at the beginning because I know you guys are going to want to get into it. Oh right. Yeah. I, so I am not a writer. I don't know how you could fix this scene and it doesn't necessarily need to be fixed as you all told me. And I'm just, I'm prefacing, I'm prefacing because it's, because I, 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 I thought the way Patrick Stewart died, his monologue is great. Everything about it is great. I just felt like the, he sees Logan for the last time as he's dying in the back of the truck. Fine. But that first stab is from the clone thing. And there's something just unsatisfying to me that while he's saying that monologue no one hears him and i no one he, no one hears that final monologue and it's there's something like unsatisfying to me that 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 mental thought process was not passed on that's what makes that's it the tragic point. yeah that, that's yeah, that's yeah. That's that's what what I, know. I know i know i was gonna say like, i was what? so ready to get on your side for this and then it's like no wait i actually kind of like you that. know what they could have done they could have had to be like disintegrated in a room um <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hate that. Oh. Yeah, no. But, um, but, no, but that's I, the tragedy of it, though, because he's I saying just, this monologue. He's coming to this realization. He feels bad that he killed all of his students. Yeah. And then at the understand. very last second, he sees the face of one of his students I think who kills him. Effectively yeah. his son. Ooh, when you put it that way. Yeah. No, it's yeah. layers of tragedy. Y'all are right. I agree. <laughs> but... We did I think, it. I think sort of <laughs> th- there. You know what it is? Maybe as a fan, not not looking at the storyline, but having a better send off than that. And obviously, I'm thinking. In th- I know. No, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Let me finish. The, I would argue this is the perfect send off for both of these characters. You couldn't do better. I I I don't. There is. <laughs> Yeah. It's, so everyone, it just so you know, Brian's me. hands are clasped together, and he just did a quick look back and forth between Jason. It was and adorable. I'm enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, and it, it goes in line with this. With my other point is the fact that, and 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 answer just very quickly because I have a point right after. Did any of you cry? No. Yes. You did. But I have the same connection that you. Well, maybe it's different. But I, my grandma suffered from dementia. Right. I watched my grandmother die. Right. I was in the room when she died. It is. So in this film, I was so attached to his experience mm-hmm. that it's going to make me tear up a little bit right now. Yeah. It's just, they captured dementia so well and really how it well. destroys a person. Really well. and, so, it ha- and then how it destroys people around them. Like how Hugh Jackman was dealing with it, I identified with him so well mm-hmm. because of it, of like how you just want to fight it, but deal with it. You have to accept it, but you don't. And you're like, they're going to die, but you're trying to hold them together as long as you can. This movie captured that in a way that I haven't seen. Because every other type of movie that's been trying to deal with dementia tried to make it funny at some point. Mm. So to make yeah, it easier Yeah, and this one does not audience. do that. No, it no. doesn't. Even no, with like doesn't. the Chalupa scene in the beginning, that's still just... That, it's, 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 it's never this, played it's up really from hard. Yeah. What I was, what I'm, what was going to say was... I, oh, you know what? Here, I'm, I, I'm I cried up. too, but no. I cry at the drop of a hat. So. What what made me tear up was not him dying. It was when Logan came in, saw what happened, and went, "It wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't oh, me. God. It wasn't yeah. me." Yeah, I mean, that's entire, what made me tear up. That that so, whole sequence with him bringing him down into the truck, saying it wasn't me, and then when he, after he buries him and he can't handle it because he's the only follow the figure that Hugh Jackman's ever actually had. Yeah. The thing is, what? is that when I watched it the first time with, and I'm not, I'm not 
I'm saying this just Logan, because it, not it, Hugh Jackman, by the way. It gave it gave me. <laughs> I was Poor sitting Hugh with. You never had a dad. <laughs> I was sitting with a couple other critics, and we were all sort of talking about it. And I said, like, it was. It felt like it was two steps away from making me start crying. Like, it didn't hit me emotionally, and I felt like if they did, if they held a certain shot, if they did something. Like just did something additional or here, here's the here's the thing that I think that I, w- I would have broken down. I would have like I was like seconds away from like oh my god. That's, let me. That's good. Here, but yeah. let yeah. They, get, they were absolutely there, so absolutely. They didn't, they didn't take but you to the crescendo. Here, let right. me see if this would. Let me see if this is closer to what the stick is a sticking point for you because this is kind of what bothers me. The the fact the only reason why the death of Xavier bothers me in this movie is not because of any of the plot points with Xavier. I think mm-hmm. all that works. I think it's the fact that they use the death of Xavier. To introduce the antagonist of the film, there the, it is. The actual I, you villain. Know, the yeah. minute yeah. you put those two together, okay. that's why. I can see that yeah. That's why. Yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't for that, because he is one of the greatest characters in comic yep. book history, absolutely and, right. Like, and if they didn't have to use his death to introduce somebody else, I think I'd been perfect. I think thinking it's on just that like being now, a woman though, because female characters are often murdered just to motivate our main character to do something really cool. And black characters. And black yeah. characters. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> but thinking on your point, thinking yeah. on Brian, your point. Yeah. yeah, I actually that may be what 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 it, what I was trying to portray in in. I th- I, un- I understand that, but I still get the satisfaction of the tragedy of him. Oh, totally. Oh, that's, yeah. why, that's why if he's saying it's two steps away, I think it's one step away. I think it's just almost there. And if it wasn't for that one extra thing, if we had gotten his introduction beforehand, yeah, the same if, time they mentioned I don't think him. You could have had the yeah. introduction beforehand. That's exactly. The they would have had to body parts. It. We yeah. wouldn't have been, but then we wouldn't have been surprised by that moment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We would have so seen it that that tragedy that he feels in his last. Yeah, and that's I think I'd rather rather have this than that like i'd rather yeah. have this yeah. thing that's just a hair short of perfect yeah than something I, completely like, imagine like oh well caliban you're not helping let's pan over and it's like is that wolverine again yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when he was giving his speech we all would have known he wasn't talking to exactly yeah. yeah you know which, what? which was you can suspect because they never show his face and it i remember watching it the first time like something fuck something's yeah as wrong. soon as he said yeah. something like this was the most perfect night I'm like, oh you're gonna die yeah. you're gonna die right now God damn it, no, you're going to die. Watching but, it with Mari last night, she was like, oh, don't go to that family's house. Yeah. <laughs> don't go to that it's family's so house. And you know what you're going to do to them. And that was <laughs> it's like, not going to end well. That was like, so good, though. And, and yeah. watching Wolverine be like, this is a bad idea. And, and, and Xavier was like, no, we should do it. And it's like, no, Wolverine's right. You get the fuck yeah. out. Guys, no. And so this is like, and that's the worst tragedy. It's like, he knew this would happen. And he's just like, but I it, told us to leave. It gave us the cutesy moments of Hugh Jackman actually having to be a dad, though. Because right. I like that. And Before I, that, he was just the guy bringing your places, but he yeah. had to be a dad during and that dinner sequence. I love the dinner sequence. Yeah. Like, yeah, it it's good. so oh, yeah. good. It's so well written. I just I love everything. Like I could drop out of school and like the the throwaway line of like be careful. He used to run a school. Yeah. yeah. Like I just I love all of that. Like it was just such a great like as somebody who's loved these movies since they first started coming out. It's such a great like cap on all of it. Like it's even after it's all done moment. and gone, like you still have this moment. Yeah. And and I do want to be completely clear. I I really really <laughs> no no I want to be. Yeah. yeah. In the in the comments I've just said, I yeah. actually really enjoyed this movie. If do, there was something that you asked me to nitpick, yeah. those are my things. Well, yeah, it's like for my nitpick. Jason, do you I don't have like any that. idea how many times I have to explain to people I do enjoy Force Awakens? <laughs> I just have a lot of problems with it. <laughs> I had the same thing. Even when I uh, helped you out with uh, Civil War, it's like. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Yeah, I just yeah, have yeah. problems yeah. with it. We yeah. just don't like yeah. it when people say that it's the greatest thing ever because it's not. 
Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Only be. one thing can be the greatest thing oh, ever. Star you guys Terminator Terminator two. You Judgment guys, Day. I'm sorry for the sidebar, but we're already there. I was on set the other day and someone saw my The Forces With Me tattoo and this dude was like, oh, cool, Star Wars. It's Star Wars tattoo. And I was like, well, technically it's a Rogue One tattoo. Yeah. And he goes, oh, don't say that. That movie was terrible. And I was like, first of all, why are you going to say that to someone who got a line tattooed on her <laughs> fucking arm? First of all, you should have just said, well, you're not worth talking to now. Yeah, that's kind of what I did. <laughs> Oh, then this is over. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh, the podcast is done. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Is there anything else that we haven't touched on? I know there's so much to talk in this movie, but we've already been talking for a while. Uh, uh, what have we not hit that you guys want? There was one hit? really th- quick yeah. thing. We Mari sort of saw it, and Mari's my girlfriend. She watched it with me last night again, and she saw it for the first time last night. She caught it. I did in the first viewing. Nothing happens. Nothing comes of it. But is there a moment when the iPod or the iPhone or whatever is shared by the son in the farmhouse? And what's her name again? Okay, Laura. why does he have an iPod? Yeah, it He's wasn't in the iPod. retro it was, tech. It, it was not that It was an iPhone because we were looking at it later and it wasn't iPhone. What child gives another child their fo- phone willingly? Right, we were talking about that. But also... He's a nice kid. She is very young. Got it. She's very young. He is adolescent. I was thinking that there was going to be some kind of... And there wasn't because it would have been weird. But there was some kind of... Uh, 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 I guess introduction to her understanding boys. She was raised with boys. She was yeah, raised with that... boys, but it was just a weird staring moment, staring I at mean, him. She's a young girl. She could go, that's a hot guy. And that's not that yeah. weird. Honestly, no, without a doubt. I think it was, it was more just a very so interesting... she never really listened to music. Yeah, I, that's I think what I wanted yeah. to hear or your it's thoughts. another person that's why I'm who has, it up. who's divorced from all of this horribleness. He's like, she's oh, that's another stuff. kid. Oh, this but... is what a happy person looks yeah. like? Like that, well, that alone. He's not going to be happy for very long. Well, he's about to get stabbed in the gut. She doesn't know that. She doesn't know that. That's what I wanted. I wanted to hear your thoughts because watch again. I'm like, this. It's a weird sequence. It's a weird sequence but it's not bad it's, it's just weird. never struck me as weird i don't think it's weird i've either. seen this movie now three times it's never bothered me if once. i was that boy and i was that girl was in my place and she just started walking around my room without like saying can i Wouldn't come he in? be staring at her yeah. like, that's weird. But, like, what are you doing and you ask why he gives away his stuff it worked hey how about you take this and get the fuck out of my room weirdo yeah and uh, then it worked out great it's been very nice. do you also, want it it's like they understand like she's obviously not mute but they think she's mute yeah. so that's also probably like he's oh, handling her with yeah. kid gloves yeah. so it's not yeah. weird that she's not talking I like that no 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 yeah. I, I like that which yeah. they, oh. they do address the moment we realize that she's not mute so good. such a great moment oh like, so the, great the oh you can talk and then she just explodes <laughs> love, at him. But I love that it's also in Spanish, so he still oh, yeah. can't yes. communicate. Oh yeah, it's like well, it, this isn't any better. She understands English. I really, yeah. I really enjoyed the fucks because I'm, yeah. he's like, no, ah, shut the fuck up. That was funny. That was really just like you opened a lid on something. Like, no, put it back. Oh, it doesn't fit now. <laughs> I, you asked what else I, I wanted to bring up. Two, two of my favorite things like it, that that car chase around the desert. With the fence, awesome, was phenomenal. I was in my. I mean, I wish if you had video, you could see my face was just like a stupid happy face. I kept looking at everyone around me, like you guys, you guys, (laughs) it is so great. It's been. I feel like the last time I saw a car chase scene that was inventive, it was We Own the Night. Um, because that's an entire chase scene filmed from inside the car. So this is okay. like, I was just thinking as I was watching this, I was like, this is the most creative car chase I've seen in a very long time. And using that fence as a weapon was yeah, so that's awesome. I just always cool. love it in movies when they don't actually get through the fence. Right, yeah, yeah that's... Like, yeah. like horrible so bosses. Yeah. yeah, like the horrible bosses scene, yeah. But that's a, that's a, like, t- a, t- a really great, like, like when you're writing an action scene, one of the best things to do is just, just like, oh, I think this is going to work. Nope, this made things worse. Oh, now we can use it to make 
make things better? Mm-hmm. Nope. It's just make things worse. <laughs> and that was a case like, oh, we can't get through the fence. Now it's a weapon. Oh shit, we're stuck. You know, like, and it was back and forth like that, which made it so dramatic. And um, the other one was when when we had that uh, in the casino where he was fro- where everyone was frozen and Wolverine was clawing his way toward him to, and like yes. oh yeah that was we awesome. didn't even talk about oh. it we didn't talk about any of the slow motion scene moving towards him so and he's cool. like I'm gonna die I can't do anything now about here's it. something weird about that sequence the first two times I saw it I did not realize everybody was frozen yeah I don't oh, know really? why that it, I thought they were all just like being slowed down and since he had like the healing factor he oh. wasn't as slowed down first time I saw it last night I realized the other yeah. one but. First First time I it, saw it, I thought it, everyone was just slower. No, yeah, and it took me a second to Oh, he used to freeze people all the time, so yeah. he's just doing mm-hmm. the same thing. It's yeah. just, he doesn't have as much control, so he's killing them as he's doing And you guys picked up it. on the reason that he doesn't have as much control over them is because their skulls are made out of adamantium, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I figured oh. that, yeah, for for Laura and oh. Logan, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that made sense. Okay. I, I don't know if it's because of the adamantium skulls. Well, no. I assume healing. that's why. Well, well, wait, wait. Well, I guess it's because of the proximity. On their, I guess they do. Bad guy, main bad guy was Magneto actually still moving. Always in the, got in the no, he was stuck. No, he, they were he all stuck. He was just staring at the video. Yeah. He was, they're all him, like, mo- oh, whatever. I mean, it, he, uh, I mean, whatever. I assume it's maybe X-Men it's a healing it. factor too. I, I assume maybe it's a combination of the adamantium mm-hmm. skull and yeah. the healing factor that they don't have as much. Uh, effect at that sequence yeah, yeah but I I just I love him going through the room and just like alright you're dead <laughs> so you're dead yeah, so I don't have to do yeah. with you later <laughs> yeah, <laughs> such an awesome sequence it's, mm-hmm. it kind of mimics the um, in well I guess it's both movies in, in um, X-Men First the, Class and Days yeah. of Future Past when they're doing the uh, yeah, no, it is Days of Christmas. Oh. Yeah, with Quicksilver, where yeah. he's he like sets it up so as soon as yep. time restores, they're all like, or not time. Uh, you, you know mean, what I mean? You mean, yeah. apo- you guys you mean know Apocalypse? What I mean. The one in the Apocalypse with the yeah, both bo- oh, both of them. I mean, Days so of Future he doesn't Days of Future Past, and then in yeah, it's good. But yeah, it's, it's good in Days of Future Past. Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah. Apocalypse, Apocalypse is, is so much like, I need to Let's rewatch Let's force it in. Yeah, I really hated that. Anyhow, so was there anything else we didn't hit on this thing? Because there's like I said, there's so much. I'll say one last thing. There's so many great things about this movie, and I think we spent a good chunk of time talking about the bad stuff and that's i think for me anyway it's hard to talk about a movie that you like so much because it's mm-hmm. it's more interesting yeah. to talk about the, the problem yeah we're nitpicking it but I, yeah. overall i think yeah but uh the i've ha- i've heard a, a co-worker complained about the very last moment where she takes the cross and puts it to an x really? and they said I that like was too that. what Does no anyone that's great di- okay you yeah. all you're yeah. All right. was, yeah no i agree with that's, that that's that person that. absolutely that's necessary that's something a child would do to be like a homage especially thing. if she's been right. reading the comics exactly yeah. and that's that's right. our that's moment and her moment that he has become an x-man again yeah in yeah. his death and sacrifice why it's so your, necessary why didn't your coworker like it he's an idiot Okay. Oh. Now, okay. yeah. now, now, your coworker. Now, here's something that I that uh, I actually like about James Mangold that uh, he did in both this one and a little bit in the Wolverine. Uh, he is not afraid to bring in very religious tones in his movies. Mm-hmm. Is your coworker possibly religious and didn't like the sacrilege of taking the cross and turning no, it into an X? No, okay, that was because was I've heard that complaint from people of like a he, guy he who said was like, it was cheesy. Okay, <laughs> if it's like, cheesy, no, that's different. You. I mean, yeah. to have a small bit of cheese in a comic book movie is fine. But it makes sense. Though. Yeah, and yeah. it's and it's motivated and it works. It's so also a child doing it. So, basically, tell your friend to listen to this episode so you can even say fuck you because he's wrong. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it in the same sense that he is now an X Men again. I oh, saw see, it I as I saw it as 
this is an X-Men. Like, this is his designation and he yeah. should be recognized. Yeah. And this grave should yeah. be recognized. He's definitely not Christian. Not that right. he's become yeah. one and not become one and, and now he's one again. It's just he's always been. Well, I would, be. I mean, yeah, yeah, he is Weapon X. I mean, yeah. that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I, guess I that also too, feel but. like it was a moment of real sweetness from a character who we've also been watching her journey from being this, like, tough badass, I'm gonna slice dudes' heads off to, like, actually learning maybe a little bit what it's like to be a child. And yeah. in that moment, it was almost childlike innocence of the like sweet, like mm-hmm. she's not all tough as nails, you know, she's like, yes, right. I care about I, this person. I really liked with that, her watching a movie in the hotel room mm. and then memorizing the lines yeah. already and then yeah. redoing it at yeah. uh, and Logan's funeral thing. I don't know. And, and that was a good. I also like that they buried him near water like he did for Xavier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of a nice touch. Well, I, I, they, she buried him because that way, because she saw him bury her yeah, father. Yeah, so, makes yeah, sense. It's all, all this cycles. And uh, just another thing on the cross, too. Um, I think that it's important because it shows that even though, like, this location that was made up in a comic book was fucking fake, but totally real, it shows how... I mean, it's still an accurate they made it location. Real. Right, right. They, uh, yeah. Exactly. They, it's, it's how they're choosing to... Uh, kind of honor the legacy and it's it has that bit of optimism in such a dank dark movie like she still believes in heroes she still believes there's good in the world I don't know I thought it was really that's probably what gave them all hope to get out of there in the first place was the idea that these comic and that's that's pretty cool too and something I haven't really seen a lot of people talk about is that like the comic books are what gave them hope that like that because there's a lot of like oh comic book movies are so stupid and it's like well to some people they're the reason they get up in the morning yeah Yeah. Yeah. this is I would argue one of the smartest comic book movies we've gotten in a very long and, time. And so when they look at the X Men comics, yeah. they're looking at potential parents. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're looking at who they want to. Not even just potential parents, but like role models. Like That's we what are I mean. Mutants, they might they have been mutants. their parents specifically. Yeah. Oh yeah, Wolverine yeah. was her. Well, dad. and you could one of them clearly was Iceman's kid. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, I assume the, the one way, kid with electricity was Storm's kid. Yeah. While we're talking or, about that, well, I want to see. While we're talking about that, I want to see a spinoff of just those Jubilee kids killing Jubilee does fireworks. Like, the, oh, I would totally watch that. That the, it, then that scene where the main antagonist dies and they're all just like looking over him, doing every power they could think of to yeah. kill him. Yeah, I'm right. just like, can we just see that a couple times over again? Like, that's just cool. Mm. <laughs> Moment of being children when they redo his facial hair. Oh my yes. god! Yes. And they make him look classic. It's so yeah. classic comic book face. That was, yeah, that. It's not funny. <laughs> oh, it's funny. It great. I just love the shitty scissors they had. Like one guy had like like the toenail clipping scissors. He's like, it'll work. <laughs> Yeah, just that that shot of all the arms yeah. coming in. It's so funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, I think it's time for quotes. Quotes, 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 quotes. Cool. Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. And then I'll go. Okay. I'm just terrified someone's going to I only have mine. one, so I'm really afraid someone's going to take it. But... I have two. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, well, we didn't... I'm glad this is my quote because we didn't get a chance to really talk about um, Stephen Merchant as Caliban. Mm. Who was uh, great. Who was fantastic he in this movie. Better Caliban than the other one. And um, <laughs> When was Caliban in one of the other movies? Apocalypse. I don't remember that. Olivia Munn's. But don't they kind of refer to... I think you're thinking of someone else almost even. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, he says his, his name is Caliban. No, no, but like the the antagonist comes up and is like, I think I read stories about you. He's like, you're thinking, I think you're thinking of someone else. Yeah, but he he's like, Caliban doesn't like that. He always says it. Like, anyway, I'm looking it up now. It Never mind. Yeah. That, but that's not my line either way. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, my, my favorite line is, uh, it's, that was my favorite mug. 
Because it comes yeah. at this yeah. perfect moment where they're arguing and it's really serious and it's like it's like a real relationship yeah. or something. And my favorite part is that the it, he says the line and we're on uh, Logan. We don't. It, it's almost throwaway in that yeah. sense. Because mm-hmm. if they had cut to him, it would have been cheesy. But because it's just on Logan, it's like perfect. Hmm. All right, true. Well, I already said my line actually, but uh, and then the mutants went the way of polio. It's such a good one. Because I love it when you have lines that tell you the story without feeling like exposition like to me that just felt like an explanation without being spoon-fed like what i thought the other scene was but i really liked when xavier said i'm not a box of avocados logan (laughs) (laughs) i just still didn't really understand that one i think you just meant you can't just keep carrying me across the country (laughs) back of a truck um but like i i love that because it was just this honest moment where he's like no we're fucking spending the night here get over yourself like i'm an old man but it was also this like real relationship moment between them just being people together cute fuck off logan i'm sorry it's (laughs) yeah it's it's great it made the movie in itself and i know we talked about how it's negative was a reminder that this is not your standard X-Men film. And I really loved that reminder, even though we didn't need it. I, I appreciated it. Um, First and foremost, uh, Jason was right. It is the same character. Uh, if you click on it, oh, it says no. appears in both Just movies. way more posh. Yes. In the- oh, yeah. So he got older and less posh and a little bit more Stephen Merchant-y. Uh, <laughs> they, kill- <laughs> they killed him in Apocalypse, though. Oh, did so, they? Yeah, they killed him well, in Apocalypse. he survived. Maybe there's more than one Caliban. No, and also, no, they, they already. This is the one part where the timelines don't match. I don't think. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah, the one flaw in the X Men timeline is this that one character. No, otherwise not, it's flawless. Not the fact that Patrick Stewart has a twin brother. <laughs> oh no. Oof. Huh? He has a twin brother apparently. Wait, what? Patrick Stewart in the X Men universe of the films have a twin brother. We can get into it after yeah. the. Podcast. I where I haven't heard about yeah, that. We'll, we'll do that later. Yeah. All right. So my quote uh, comes from the 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 villain with the metal hand. And it's when they first meets Logan and he talks about like how basically he was caught. Like people know he's back and like, yeah, they found a bunch of body parts and they, they thought it was either an escaped tiger or Freddy Krueger, except (laughs) neither of them can drive one being fictional and the other extinct. And I love that because Freddy Krueger is extinct now, (laughs) (laughs) but that world, that world building of just like shit got worse and the tiger tigers are now extinct. Like that's such a great little, thing that they just stuck yeah, in. yeah. so smart uh, see di- like explanation without exposition yeah, yeah. It, love it I'd, it's so good i'd also like to give a shout out for i'm a glorified trouble pig not a clairvoyant <laughs> <laughs> i also enjoy it when he said oh you saw gabriella and you didn't call that hurts yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was good what's yeah. his name yeah. something boy if only he was more him. villainy yeah he was more like sidekick villainy yeah it was okay yeah. uh that was everybody right mm-hmm Okay, so review system is going to be road trip movies. Oh. Movies that go on the road. I feel like now every so, pod, every podcast, I'm just going to name Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Elvis, I'm making you go first. Okay, uh, well, if I'm going to compare Logan to a road trip movie, uh, it's going to be a story that focuses on a father-child relationship and how they overcome things, and that's going to be a goofy movie. <laughs> ah, nice. Oh, goodness. Like, God, I don't know where the hell this is going. <laughs> I just watched that like a month ago. It's a great <laughs> fucking movie. It's really good. <laughs> Shit. I've never seen it. <gasps> oh, you're in for a treat. I've never seen it either. You're in for a treat. <laughs> it's so good. It is so much better than it has any right to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I. Shit. Mine wasn't Goofy movie. <laughs> 
But I have like four that are in my head, and I don't know the best one to go for. Um, I'm gonna go with The Perfect World. Uh, it's a movie with um, fuck, how's his name? The guy from Waterworld. Uh, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Costner. Kevin Costner is like a bank robber who takes like a kid hostage, and they go on a road trip. And it really like just tonality. It was directed by Clint Eastwood. It really kind of has the same feeling as Logan of like everything is doomed and terrible. But this kind of old gruff guy learns to become a better human being by spending time with a child. Uh, and those tonality things are really in there. And that was the first movie ever that made me cry. And this one got a tear out of me. Wow. But yeah, if you have not seen it, A Perfect World is fantastic. And I highly recommend it. Next. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> I was expecting Mad Max Fury Road. I'm almost oh, disappointed. Well, I already, okay. I mean, that was my first choice, but I was like, do I, really, I just said it. Do I want to say it again for real? You're welcome to. Okay. But oh, if you good. want to Louise. Because I just okay. Googled really quick. Road <laughs> that's the one that came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, but okay. Uh, yeah, no, actually, yes, Mad Max Fury Road, which, which fits for every movie, apparently. Um, uh, yeah, because it's uh, violent, and uh, things go wrong, and people die, and uh, it's uh, kind of about babies. Sure. In a way, yeah. I are you Are you done? Oh, yes, I'm done. I didn't know if done. Sorry. Sorry I was interrupting. Uh Wrist Cutters. Oh, that's a that's good a one. That's a road movie? Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh it's all about people who are dead and uh, when they die and they go to a new place, it's not all that much better than reality. Uh it's kind of about the same but just a little worse. And they keep trying to find a place where magic happens and they can be happy and smile again and it doesn't really happen hmm. and they just kind of have to accept their situation it's a good movie you've never, you've never seen it wrist cutters very good film right. yeah. also very kind of depressing in one way well it's I'm called wrist enough. cutters yeah. i would hope. i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's all about people that committed suicide and where they go all right jason you think you got a handle on it yeah yeah i mean when i think road trip movies i think rat race like okay yeah. obviously oh, nice. uh, it's i that movie actually did make me cry um, really i was laughing so hard okay <laughs> <laughs> The um, scene that take down the uh, the tower is one of the funniest scenes ever. The shown. tower, but the Hitler scene where he oh goes to the veterans yep. and it's oh it's and, and they say it's the Barbie Museum. <laughs> and then this the 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 cut of just Klaus Barbie <laughs> Klaus was the Barbie. most <laughs> I yeah, it was uh, that movie is still so great and I don't ever want a sequel to come of it, even though that sounds like the kind of movie that would be a straight to D V D kind of sequel. I mean, like, I'm fine if we go straight to DVD. If, if they try to get my hopes up with like a legit sequel, I'd be yeah. more upset. But I, yeah, I Rat Race, man, oh, so good. And not a lot of people have seen it. Really? Yeah, I, I bring it up with people it until yeah. you made. Me. I made Cherry watch it. It just killed me. I saw it three times in theaters. Loved mm-hmm. it. It was great. Yeah, uh, that's everybody, right? I'm keeping track, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? All right, so that's it for today. Uh, that does bring all of this wonderfulness to a close. Uh, next week we have, uh, I'm calling it a hidden battle cause I can't think of a better name right now. Um, but it is basically the same thing we did for Christmas last year, which was our secret Santa battle where we're all randomly getting movies assigned to us. And then we have to defend those movies as if they are the best. Uh, last time I ended up with the worst movie on the table. I'm hoping for the same this time. Uh, all right. So you can check out Elvis's podcast, Tom Hanks giving, uh, yeah. um, or, uh, check out, uh, com. Cool. Uh, Chewy, do you have anything to plug right now? Emily, do you still have any more episodes of uh, Chicks Who Script coming out? <sighs> Someday. Someday. Uh, Maggie is so busy, we can't schedule anything forever, but eventually we will do our last four episodes. Tell Maggie to stop being successful. I know. Yeah, she's I being know. super successful right now. She is. We're never going to get her on it's this so show ever again. Probably God. not. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, in the meantime, uh, I'm at the Emily Blake on Twitter, and, and if you need a script supervisor, you can hire me. 
luckily, people who need script supervisors listen to the show all the time. <laughs> this would be great for your career. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, Jason, do you have anything you need to plug? I'm at the Jason Blagman. I realized I got it wrong. I don't know my own Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's how much I use Twitter. Um, I'm at the Jason William. And I guess for Comic-Con, I'm check out Rotten Tomatoes, Your Opinion Sucks, which is coming up at this summer's Comic-Con. If you're down there, go ahead to the Omnia nightclub. It'll wow. be... I really wish I was going to Comic-Con because I'd love to do that again. That was a lot of fun. We're going to be doing, I can't talk too much in the details right now, but we're going to be doing a couple different fun things with the prizes and celebrity guests and stuff. Awesome. Follow us, Twitter, ATH underscore podcast, everywhere else, ATH podcast. Email us, ATH underscore podcast or ATH podcast at gmail.com. One of the two will get to us. Uh, Our website, ATHpod.com, where we have everything going out there in the world. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Bye.